Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Don't forget, we've also got a copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine to give away. We will give that away in hour number two. So no DCTF giveaway in hour number one. We will do it in hour number two. Cam, let's talk about the all preseason All-Big 12 team that was released yesterday. Five Longhorns selected for the team. That's the most of anybody in the conference. And Jalen Ford is your preseason Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think, Cam, there's anything that, from a Texas standpoint, should have shocked you. But give me your some of your initial thoughts on the preseason All Big Twelve team and how the Longhorns stack up. Well, first off, who do you, how do how do you guys decide the newcomer of the year? Because I saw Trayshawn Ward. In no offense to Trayshawn, I'm sure he's a great kid, great player, but he's the newcomer of the year. Uh, don't say you guys because I for the umpteenth okay, so year in a row, I was vote? I was not given a ballot. I was not allowed mm, to vote. Well, that needs to be changed. I think I've just made too much noise about the Big Twelve being antiquated. I'm like, why do you guys still put a fullback on here? Like. I love. Oh my God, they do. Alex Delatore and Andrew Beck. But I'm like, come on, just just get with the times. Is that um, just so like Iowa State and K State for sure have someone on the preseason All Big Twelve team? I don't know, man, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of wheels off the way the Big Twelve does it. So I don't know. I think it's maybe a, a spread the wealth kind of thing, but you you can, to my knowledge, you can use transfers because I want to say in 2019. Jalen Hurts was the preseason newcomer of the year, and I've seen—I know I've seen transfers mm-hmm. be up for that award before. So and he, he's a—he's a transfer. Ward's from Florida State. Yeah, but I'm just curious. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Jalen Catalan's better I saw, for that award. And I saw some was, Twitter buzz like, "How does Ad Mitchell not get?" Well, Ad Mitchell might have got some votes, but I don't know. There's—it's—it's it's more of uh, the the Big Twelve ballot is something that I think legacy media probably takes a little more seriously than folks like me who are in the internet realm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think, I'll be honest, man, there's still some people in legacy media that kind of, I think, look down their nose upon folks in the, that are doing this in the uh, in the online realm. I'm not a not a real newsman. Okay. Some people might is there say. Beef, is there going to be beef next week? No, no beef. Just, to separate I mean, you from Barry Trammell? <laughs> No, and you know, even Texas, even OU going to the SEC with Texas, we never. I don't think we're ever going to get rid of Barry Tramble. Just like I'm sure there are OU fans that probably thought, "Man, are we done? We're done with Kirk Bowles." No, nope, Kirk's going to the SEC with Texas. So you're you're stuck with you're stuck with the Austin media contingent as we stand. Uh, but five five make the list, Cam. And honestly, the only thing I have a complaint with, I don't, I don't really have a complaint with newcomer of the year. So whatever. The only thing I take issue with is how much more does Jade Barron have to do you. to get Thank some you. respect either from the coaches or the media, the coaches that coach in this league or the media that covers this league? Like, How much more does he need to do? Because there's some good defense. You, you have the list in front of you, Cam. I do. Run me down the defensive backs that made it. Senior TJ Tampa from Iowa State. Okay. Junior Kobe Bryant from Kansas, spelled with a C. Which I think he might have led the Big 12 in picks last year. Kobe Savage with a K from Kansas State, the senior. That's fine. K 
Kendall Daniels, the sophomore from Oklahoma State. So I think he was Big 12 freshman of the year last year. Those are, those are good defensive And players. then senior Josh Newton from TCU. Okay. Josh Newton was really good for TCU last year. They're all good, but... Playing opposite of Hodges Tomlinson. He was really good. But you can't tell me there are definitely five defensive backs in this league better than Jaday Barron. Yeah. Like, Jaday Barron, Jaday Barron to me is like... He's going through the same thing Aaron Williams did. Like, I never understood why Aaron Williams was constantly snubbed by the league when it came to preseason, postseason, whatever... Like I don't, after the '09 season, Aaron Williams had a phenomenal year in '09, and maybe it's because like, well, we already got you know Earl Thomas on this list, and you're gonna put maybe Curtis Brown on there. Yeah, we, we don't want to just load it with Texas defensive backs. Like, I don't think Aaron Williams even got an honorable mention in 2009. Mm. And I'm like, the, the dude was one of the best defensive players, period, in the conference. If you just look at what he did on a game to game basis, and you're telling me he's not one of the best 15 or so defensive backs in this league. Uh, that blew my mind, and so uh, I'm I'm just puzzled with Jade Barron's omission. No one on this list was unanimously voted on except for Xavier Worthy. If I'm, if I'm reading that correct, there was only one player on the Big 12 All Preseason team that was a unanimous selection. And it was Xavier Worthy. Uh, who, who are your other? Who are the other wide receivers? Jaron Bradley from Texas Tech, the sophomore. And then and Brendan Presley. Presley, senior from Oklahoma State. So I guess maybe it's a down year for receiver. Down by Big, Big 12. 12 standards. I mean, when you consider. Last year was Quentin Johnson. When you consider like in 2018, like Colin Johnson didn't even get a sniff at first or second team all Big 12 with the kind of year he had. Disgraceful. I think it was L.J. Humphrey like second team that year mm-hmm. maybe. Like that that 18 year was was loaded. And he had Hollywood Brown and, and that, that league was just insane that year. Hakeem Butler. At Iowa State, if I remember right, was that maybe Denzel Mims' breakout season at Baylor? Um, had some really good wide receivers in the league that year. But yeah, by Big Twelve standards, I think it's down. But still, five overall. You know what that tells me? How Jeff? would Jatavian Sanders not a not a unanimous selection at tight end? Who would be the other option? Stockner coming back to Oklahoma. Based on what? What he did like three years ago? Mm-hmm. I mean. I Okay. I know I'm sounding like a Texas homer, but, dude, you're, you're going to tell me there's a tight end in this conference better than J.T. Sanders? Yeah, I don't think so, considering that Sanders might be a first-round draft pick. That's why it's weird It's weird for me to argue some of this stuff, because in years past, I would have argued it or was kind of stumped for one of the Texas guys, and it would have been like, well, you know, I'm, I'm saying this, but do I really believe it? And now I'm saying it, and like, no, like I'm, I'm dead serious. Like this is, I don't understand how you can continue to omit Jaday Barron and why, how JT Sanders. I know I'm nitpicking with the Sanders not being a unanimous selection thing, but there's somebody that covers this league. I want to, I want to meet the guy. I really want to meet the guy or gal next week who voted in this poll, who thinks there's a better tight end in the Big Twelve than JT Sanders, and I want them to point that player out to me, and we'll have a little debate on. How good JT Sanders is. As somebody mentioned, Kelvin Banks, not a unanimous selection. Yeah, that offensive tackle. I would have chosen, I would have thought Banks would have been unanimous over Worthy, but now looking at the receiver room, it makes sense. I mean, looking at last year's tight ends in the Big 12, Jeff, you know who had the highest amount of receiving yards and receptions out of tight end? JT Sanders. Next one was Brayden Willis out of OU. And is he returning? Because I don't know, but he, I mean, he had almost, he had. 16 less receptions than J.T. Sanders, over 100 yards less, and not even close. I mean, he had, he had two more touchdowns, but even then, I mean, come on. Uh, no, Braden Willis is in the NFL now. Okay, then. 
maybe Mason Fairchild from Kansas. I could see I could see some Kansas people voting for him. Is Blake Sims back at Baylor? Blake Bell, maybe. The, not the Belldozer. <laughs> Come on, Cam. Oh, you know who we're missing? Jared Wiley. That's, okay. that's got to be it, right? Yeah, but you really you really gonna sit there and tell me that? Yeah, I mean now we're just nitpick. Yeah, and Specs text line: Sogner is back at Oklahoma, right? He came back. Sogner came back. Yeah, he went. The, he went to South Carolina for um, uh, Spencer Rattler. Now he's back at OU. Uh, ben Sims from Baylor. Ben Sims is actually in the league. Signed with yeah. the Vikings after the draft as an undrafted free agent. All right, maybe I could see somebody voting for Jared Wiley, but if you're going to say Wiley's better than Sanders, you better. If you're working for a TCU media outlet, you cover TCU, maybe I can see you doing that. But if not, if you're just if you got no dog in the fight saying Wiley's better than Sanders, I can't I can't get with that. And as a, a text from the Specs line Specs text line pointed out, how is Jalen Ford the defensive player of the year <laughs> and Jalen Daniels the offensive player of the year, yet neither one are unanimous? I don't know, man. I this is why I don't get into this stuff, Jeff, because it's yeah. just it'll make you go crazy. Like if you ask, like, even the Specs text line, I saw that Chris Bennett, of course, like, hey, can you name the Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Newcomer of the Year going into the preseason last, like, 10, 15 years? I mean, you could probably get a couple guesses, like yeah. Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Baker. I'm guessing Vince Young was that guy. When he Sam Ellinger, maybe. Besides that, you know, no one remembers. And, you know, if you ask these guys, I'm sure, like, yeah, it's an honor, but at the same time, it's like, hey, we want to actually win. Like, we yeah. want to win. And what this list tells me, Jeff, with Texas having the most selections, like it's it's more it's more evidence that Texas needs to be the best team in this league this year. Yeah, I think the thing that I like the most is we talk about that spine of the defense, the central nervous system of the defense. To to borrow to borrow Rod's term, the fact that the you know the media that covers this league thinks that highly. I mean, obviously Jalen Ford was a shoe in, but they think that highly of Byron Murphy to make him a preseason All Big Twelve selection. Yeah. We know, like we know uh, everybody that follows the team, like we know how good Byron Murphy is. And it's probably just a matter of it. the more snaps he gets, the, the more his production is going to go up because on a snap-to-snap basis the last two years, I don't think there was a better defensive tackle that Texas had. You go look at the pro football focus numbers. It's a snap-by-snap uh, you know, basis on how they do things. Byron Murphy has been really good his first two years on campus. But we know Texas is deep at defensive tackle. Coming up next hour, and again, we'll do the Longhorn Notebook in the top of hour number two. We'll look at some notes in the insider. Texas is all of a sudden deep at linebacker, so maybe Jalen Ford. Uh, or there's a there's a hope, I should say. There's an expectation that Texas will be deeper at linebacker. So maybe you can have some guys take a little bit of pressure off of Jalen Ford, even with DeMarvin Overshone moving on. Those two, those there was such good synergy between those two by the end of the year in the middle of that Texas defense. I remember in the Kansas game when Jalen Ford got that pick uh, late in the first half. They had worked on that in practice, and it, was, it wasn't it was anything that they called specifically, but they knew based on the formation Kansas was in and the play design, hey, if the quarterback breaks contain, then DeMarvion was going to take the quarterback, and Jalen Ford would drop into the area that Overshone was vacating. That's exactly what happened, and Jalen Ford gets a pick. They didn't even have to – they didn't have to – you know, call it out or remind each other. They just knew that's what they were supposed to do, and that's how Jalen Ford got that interception in the KU game. So there was really good synergy there, but there's a lot of talent in that Texas linebacker room. And then we talk about safety. You know, Jalen Catalan, I've called him kind of the X factor defensively because if he's healthy, if he's right, you've got an All-American caliber talent on the back end. And then you, with the spring Keaton Crawford had, with the strides Jaron Thompson made rebounding from a, a down sophomore year compared to what we expected – 
to having a pretty solid year last year. And then, depending on what you get from some of those kids, a Larry Turner Gooden, a B.J. Allen, uh, maybe, maybe Derek Williams is ready for snaps. Uh, we'll see how all that works out. But up the middle of the defense, and you can even put Barron in there, too, as close as the, the nickel plays to the line of scrimmage at times, just how versatile you've got to be. I really like the spine of this defense, Cam. I think that's where you look in the strength of this Texas defense. It's going to be. I know there's concerns about edges, and I've talked about the importance of Terrence Brooks at that field corner, but up the middle of this defense, it's it's got a chance to be really good again. And there's some points from the insider this morning that Chip Brown dropped. I'm guessing we're going to get to an hour number two. Yeah. Because there's some great stuff on Jalen Ford in there that I would love to go over with you. Yep, we'll, we'll get to that in hour number two. As a matter of fact, right now we'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back.